This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to Riffin' with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Get it, AD. We are back here on this Wednesday night, the fastest two hours of the week. And this is Riffin' with Raph and AD. We had a text come in from Matt Hopp. Matt Hopp says he's enjoying what we're doing here tonight. And he said that Jason Benish is from his hometown. Now, let's see here. I believe Jason played, oh, probably 1994 through 90. Actually, been probably 93 through 95. Mm-hmm. Probably wore number 24, and I believe his hometown would be Raymond, Nebraska. Matt, I think I'm close. So <laughs> thanks for texting and thanks for listening, boy. We we totally appreciate it. Everybody that's listening, you know, we uh, just enjoy it greatly. You know, also I enjoy it greatly. Thanks for all the listeners. We truly appreciate. We appreciate the, the one-liners from coming to America. But I'm gonna tell you this, man. What I enjoy seeing greatly, I enjoy greatly seeing a team that can do both things efficiently: run the ball and pass the ball. But one thing that you look at, and it doesn't matter if it's pro, doesn't matter if it's college, remember if it's high school. Show me a state championship football team. Show me a national championship football team. Show me an NFL Super Bowl team that doesn't run the ball well when they need to. Exactly. Think about that, Raph. That's true. You think about all your your Bronco teams back in the day. Look, think about – gosh, I hate saying all the great Bronco uh, teams back in the day. I'm a Steelers fan, y'all. You, you're going to learn that from me real quick. I'm a Steelers guy. We'll Steelers? get into that. Look at the Steelers. Steelers, though, all those years, they had a running game. Of course, there's a passing game too. But your Super Bowl teams, regardless of who they are, whether Steelers, Broncos, this week – between Cincinnati and Rams, one stat I want you to look at is rushing yards. Look at rushing yards. The game last week, you look at rushing yards. Now, granted, there were some things that happened in that game that probably shouldn't happen, give or take just on play-wise. Championship teams run the ball. You don't have to know anything about You don't have to know all the X's and O's in football. I don't know all the X's and O's in football by, by any stretch, offensively or defensively. Carter, who's your favorite NFL team, man? I am a Packers fan. Packers fan. I had Steve Warren on last week. Steve Warren was just on last week, man. Played for the Packers. He played for the Packers. You know, Des Moines Adams had a you know, short stint with the Packers as well. You think about all the great Packer teams that you grew up watching, okay? They always had a running game. The years they were successful. You th- who was your favorite running back for the Packers growing up? Well, I'm still pretty young, but, uh, I mean, I remember. <laughs> Who's that guy two years ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, right now, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are both pretty good backs, and I enjoy watching them. And then they had, you know, Ryan Grant and James Starks back yep. on those, uh, you know, Super Bowl teams, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say those guys. But... I'm going to even take it back further for you, dog. Uh-oh. Dorsey Levens. Dorsey Levens was a bad boy for the Packers back in the day, man. 
Dorsey Levins, they had the other guy too that was uh, kind of his um, kind of spelled him at times. Of course, we had AG there later, Mon Green there yeah. later. Of course, the you know AG was one of the Nebraska greats, yeah. one of the Packer greats too. I keep on thinking Edgar Bennett, but I know that's not right. But he was there. He was there for a little while, a while from Florida State. He was there for a little while as well from Florida State. You can't sh- so bringing that up again, Rap, with the, with the running game in Nebraska in the Big Ten. Okay, now if you're in the SEC. You can make you you can get away with a little higher percentage of passing the ball because just weather wise, it's going to allow you to do that all year round. SC and even ACC and SEC, you can do that more in the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the Pac Ten. You can, you can get away with it as well. Pac Twelve, Pac Thirty, they got about thirty eight teams in the Pac Twelve right now, but you can get away with it because weather wise, but actually the running games. You know, you look at the championship game, Georgia really kind of put their stamp on that game. Yes, they Alabama did when that. Oh, it was, it was a freshman running back of the one that broke that broke like a five yarder. And then, yep. so, yeah, you looked at the running game there, you know, was key to them winning that national title. I thought you must run the ball. Definitely. You have to be able to establish the line of scrimmage and running the ball. I just think you can't you can't get away from that. All right. So I know we belabor that point like crazy, but we love that. As far as Nebraska recruiting, I'm glad from what I've seen so far with those guys. What you got, brother? What you see with it? What you laughing uh, about? I was just reading <laughs> Acom uh, messaged. <laughs> He's not happy with me. I I don't think he believes me that I'm happy with his Raiders um his Raiders hires. But so let's okay. So let's talk about. I'm we happy about for Nebraska. Him. We, we talked about Nebraska. We're getting hot in a sec. We talked about Nebraska for what we were supposed to do. I think we've. I think we uh we took care of biz. I think we definitely filled some holes that we need we needed filled. I know there's a lot of whispers of people around you know the state and around the country I've visited with. Well, you, more D linemen, more this, more that. I, I get that. You can't get them all in one recruiting cycle. First of all, all right. Uh, back to that again. Uh, one of the questions I had was, you know, the D line. You know, have we felt the filled the holes on D line? And Coach Frost Scott um, said today, you know, that they play a lot more even fronts now. Mm-hmm. So with that even fronts. There's only really two interior defensive mm-hmm. linemen. So it up. when he said that today, then that kind of in my head, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so you take two instead of three. We've got the numbers. We got there's some big bodies. There's some young big bodies down there mm-hmm. that you know if they come in, you know, everybody's hitting the weight room down there from the pictures. So we we get them in, we get those young guys in, and if they give us that pressure up the middle. I one of the big guys that you know came back this year, Caleb Tanner. I was, yeah. I was afraid he might hit the transfer portal, yeah. but yeah. he's coming back. I'll tell you what, if he, it's just a matter, you know, I, it's just a matter of just, what does Caleb have to do? What do you think? I just he's just got to have that attitude that he's the he's got to play like a dog that he's the baddest player on the field. Just play like a dog because he is. He's a he's a great he's a great ball player. Yeah, and if we can uncork that potential, you're looking at I would say potential all big 10 um just his body type he will be a top you know two or three round draft choice he is that he is that good it he w- came in with a lot of notoriety mm-hmm. hasn't you know lived up to it but when he said he was coming back i was like all right i like that and you got ty robinson on the other side yeah we got we got some people you know what i loved on the scene on the defense is they played like dogs you know they they just they were just they were they just became like i don't know just they just they, there was an edge to them that i hadn't seen in a long time 
that no matter what happens, we're going to try to win this game no matter what. Did it work out the best ways? No. It was never a lack of effort, though. No. You know, that's one thing that, you know, like I said, I'm calling out past coaches and things like that. But we've all known there were some defenses we saw to where it was like, okay, they quit. The strain, I, yeah. the, str- the strain was too much. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh goodness, that was one of the greatest all times. The strain of the strain. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, these guys never showed quit, and that I appreciate. Yeah. Now you have to show the quit into making sharp, smart decisions in the crit- in critical situations. Yeah. That's what separates those three point losses, seven point losses to wins. When you don't make critical mistakes in critical situations. And those things can be learned. Now, if you just don't got it in the heart, that's one thing. I would never question the heart of any of those kids on that team on either side of the ball. Would never question that. But you also, with a lot of heart, you got to have football IQ and to say, okay, this is probably not the best decision for this or for that. I'm, I'm encouraged by that. And the guys they've brought in, um, I, I think they can, they can, get, over, they can get, get over the hump, if you would, in some of these games, man. Um, so I'm glad with the recruiting things we saw. And I think um, Nebraska's really used the transfer portal to its advantage. Right. They did lose some players, but the yep. guys that they have added, you know, have been – they just didn't go out just adding people just for the heck of it. They went out. They found people. They were strategic in what they brought in. To fill the holes in. they needed. Like, with defensive backfield, we lost a lot of people, you know. to You know, you got Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, Slip in mind, uh, Boodle? mind right now. Boodle's younger brother just signed? Well, Bo- yeah, Boodle's, Boodle's mm-hmm. younger brother just signed. Boodle already been gone, but mm-hmm. we have that. We've got a ton of DBs that Tyreek Johnson, Quentin Newsome, you know, just we got Michael Booker the third. You know, we've got yeah, we've got players, and we've got our old, some of our old recruits. Like I'm just waiting for Noah Paula Gates. I've been waiting. For You've the been last saying time. that when he first resigned on the dot. I remember exactly where we yep. were when you said, "Hey, man, this kid—he's going to be a baller." Yep. And I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to see him in action. I think this is the year, you know, where he takes a huge step forward. You know, a guy, Raph, on that staff, I don't think gets, and he—that's not his DNA. That's not his personality. He likes kind of just not people just talking about him. Coach Fisher is a heck of a DB coach, man. Indeed, he is. You think about that guy played pro ball for how many years? Oh man, a while. Six, seven, yeah. at least six, seven years. And he and the thing about the thing about Coach Fisher is, in the back of my mind this year, I figured if I didn't mention it, maybe it wouldn't happen. Is I was afraid we might lose him to another program this year. I, I, I hey. with the way coaches jump around yep. and the chance to you know to make more money and stuff like that, you know, it, it's. You've got to always take care of your family, and if something you know came around better, and I'm glad that Nebraska you know was able to keep him around because he he's a great defensive backs coach, and he, you know he's shown it over the the last oh, year four going into year five. So oh, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad that we were able to keep him. I don't know if there was any chance that he was possible. I'm sure he had offers to leave, just being the coach he is, and especially you know the defense. They weren't perfect by no means last year. Coach Shenander would be the first one to tell you that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they play with heart, and they go out, they go out there, and they play hard. And we, we've got some guys that fly around. Think about this with Nebraska's defense. You hold Oklahoma, what, seven points and a half? Yep. You bang out that Michigan State running back that was just gouging teams, held him, what, 65 yards, if that, in the entire game? How many yards did he get in that game, Carter? Check that out. See how many he got more, in that game. Yeah, I can tell you off the top of my head, but I can surely <laughs> yeah. look it up. He, I know he didn't. He didn't have. He didn't have a hundred. I'll yeah, tell you that. I don't think he had it eighty. Right, it was right around sixty-five. Sixty-five yards. You think about all the teams they've played. Think about the Michigan running back. I mean, he had a decent game, but he earned every bit of. 
them boys played defense. Yeah. They came up and hit. They'd be the first to tell you they, there was some out there like, we shouldn't have gave that one up. But you know what? I like that when a defense is pissed off at themselves. I like when someone is – think about this, man. Sharks are always looking for food. Always looking for food. How many yards did he get, bro? Kenneth Walker the third had 61 yards against Nebraska. 61 yards. Get over 1,600 on the year. Think about that. The only other game I could say would probably shut him out, shut him down was Ohio State. Am right. I correct on that? 25 against Ohio State, but other than that. Yeah. 61 on us. You think about that. Nebraska played great defense this year. And th- they'd be the first to tell you that, you know what, there's some things we would like to get back if we possibly could. Just didn't work out that way. It wasn't a lack of effort in that part. I love. Your Broncos, Rav. Who'd you guys bring as your coach? We brought Nathaniel Hackett in. He was the offense coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Hackett. Kind of an Sorry, interesting Carter. name. Sorry. Interesting name. His, Carter his dad. His dad was Paul Hackett. He yeah, was, the great um, Paul Hackett. Innovative with Bill Walsh in the West Coast offense. Yeah, West Coast offense. Do you like the hire? I do. I think that he's – we've missed the last – probably I'd say, yeah, the last six years, including, you know, Peyton's last year. Denver's offenses have been pretty horrendous. So, hopefully now we just got to bring in that missing piece, the quarterback. This is 93.7 The Ticket. If you would like to chime in about the hire, if you're dead, because I know in this area we have a lot of Broncos fans. There's a lot of Chiefs fans. There's a lot of Packers fans. If you'd like to chime in about the hire, if you're a Broncos fan, you can call in at 402-464-5685, the Honda hotline, or Texas in the starter Heyman text line at 402 402- Four six four five six eight five. Tell us what you think about the Denver hire. If you're a Chiefs fan, tell us about your misery. If you're about the Packers <laughs> fan, you would probably join that as well. Me being a Steelers guy, though, Raph, I had no false, you know, assumptions what Pittsburgh was going to do in the playoffs. First of all, that's like getting invited to the VIP section. And you ain't got no money to get in. You know what I'm saying? We we had no business being in the playoffs anyway with Pittsburgh. Think about what had to happen for Pittsburgh to get in. Jacksonville had to beat Indianapolis. Carter, did you see that happening? Yeah, absolutely not. No, Rav, did you see it happening? Nope. No, there was no way in the world. Then the second, okay, that was the first thing I was like, there's no way that Jacksonville is going to beat Indy. No way it's going to happen, all right? Second thing that had to, first, first of all, we had to beat Baltimore. My whole thing about the Steelers was, hey, you know what, Ben, just go out with a win over one of your rivals unless we're going to call it a year. We're going to call it good. Then Jacksonville keeps holding that lead against the Colts. I'm thinking, well, the Colts, they're going to score 21 real quick. No, it never happened. So then we're watching the game at night versus the Raiders. (laughs) And I'm thinking, wait a minute. The Raiders and the Chargers are kind of banging it out. Folks, in case you forgot, for Pittsburgh to get in, again, Jacksonville had to beat Indianapolis. We had – Pittsburgh Steelers tried to beat Baltimore. And the game had to end in a tie with the Raiders and the Chargers. If that game ended in a tie, Pittsburgh does not get in. I fell asleep until about the middle of the fourth quarter. I'm thinking this, you know, the Raiders got this. Well, but they tied it back up. Raiders kicked a field goal. Game's over. Pittsburgh gets in. So, saying all that, say this. I would had no idea and no hopes. Even when they got in there, going to KC – Pittsburgh was too de- depleted in, in key positions, including quarterback. As much as I love Big Ben, Big Ben was probably two years, stayed too long, you know, with the number of injuries, the amount of time he sacrificed his body. But that's the playoffs. The playoffs are absolutely crazy. So you think about this right now. One of the greats, 
Now, I know this is tough for you to say, Raph. Is Tom Brady the GOAT as far as quarterback, or are you taking Elway? And Carter, I'm coming to you next. Those on the text line, are you going with Tom Brady in the clutch, or are you going with Elway in the clutch? John Elway all day long. Why, Raph? But still, don't be biased. I want to know why. Um, I would say, talent standpoint, um, Something about John Elway, you put him you put him in the game with two minutes left. See, something about John Elway is not something I can write down as a deciding factor. I want to know <laughs> what about John Elway. That's like saying, mm, something about the way that food smells. No, I need something tangible. What is something tangible? I have one, but tell me something tangible why you would choose Elway other than Tom Brady. In the clutch, right. you need a touchdown. All right. So, for 14 years. And don't tell me because he has big calves. That's not something tangible. <laughs> for 14 years. All you ever heard was if John Elway could get a team around him, they'd win the Super Bowls. Okay. Okay. His final two years, they got a running got a running back, got an offensive line, got a defense, and they won Super Bowls. Everybody says back in the 80s, 86, 87, 89, John Elway was taking those teams by himself to Super Bowls. It was it was John Elway. Name name two receivers and a running back off Denver's offenses in the 80s very few people are going to name those but you had mecklenburg that was a bad boy as far as defense on defense yeah yeah and there 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 were players yeah but you go back to to tom brady tom brady is a great player i mean what he's done the last you know four years been pretty incredible but i also look back to you probably talked to kurt warner and asked about his first super bowl that he won and it came out that, you know, they were video video gate or whatever they call it, one of the gates. They had a lot of gates. <laughs> you know, in my mind, yes, they won the Super Bowl, but that's kind of an, kind of an asterisk there if you're using, you know, video equipment to video team the other the other team. Were other teams doing it just not caught, though? I'm sure, that, I'm sure there probably was, hmm. but they did get caught. So I kind of throw an asterisk. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tom, Tom Brady is a great quarterback, in my mind. And, you know, what I've seen, you know, what I've seen, I'm going to go John Elway every day of the week. Okay, we had some point to come on the text hotline. And Raph, it goes, uh, for, I'm going to say this, though, as far as who would I take. First of all, I, much as I love Ben Roethlisberger, I, between those two, I'm not taking Ben Roethlisberger like in the clutch. Honestly, who I would take, I would take Elway for this reason. If Elway got in trouble, he could run. That's a factor. Elway could run. You think about that touchdown. He's diving over the end zone. Man, Brady wasn't diving over many end zones, okay? Brady, I mean, an assassin for so many years. I mean, an assassin. What I'm simply saying, if you look at their eras, and I don't like comparing, you know, well, if he would have played during this time and he played. Well, he didn't. And either one, it's like when comparing, like, Kobe to, to Jordan or Jordan to LeBron. Different eras. You know, the, the, physical, the physicality of the NFL during the Elway days – you, I mean, you. When you hit Brady down, it's a, there. You go, little buddy. I mean, you really can't even really hit Brady. But that's no fault of his own, though. You know, the NFL rules changed at that time. So to me, that's not a, um, that's not a good argument. In that everything changes. You know, it's like trying to compare a car that was built in 1960 to one that's in 1980. It's different things. There's different technologies, different rules, etc. The reason why comparing, you know, as far as eras, if they're all equal, I'm taking. I'm take, I'm going to take Elway for the simple fact That's my dog. he was elusive. 
And I, I mean, I'm not even a big Broncos fan. If they win or lose, this is, you know, it's not a big deal to me regardless of what happens to them. But if I'm looking like if it's in the clutch and something breaks down, an offensive lineman misses a block, Elway had the ability, and he showed it for years, to get away and to make a play out of nothing. Brady was going, he was going to dip real quick. All right, he was getting down and covering his head, which I don't blame him. Hence why he played so dadgum long, too, when you think about it. So from that aspect, question we have in, Raph, and this is an awesome right here, man. And we'll answer when we come back from break on 93.7, the ticket. You're ripping with Raph and AD, and we'll come back with that question. This is the 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.